Welcome to the Crypto Yams Podcast, where we discuss Bitcoin price talk, trading ideas, and much, much more. I am your host, Mr. Baked Potato, a five-year crypto analyst and crypto YouTuber. Today, in Bitcoin's price action, what are we looking at? What did we see into the weekend? All that, <laughs> all that's to come. All right. As always, let's pull ourselves out to the macro environment, checking out our weekly time frame. We've had a bit of a change throughout the week this week, as obviously we opened uh, still quite bearish, other than our green dot. Everything else was kind of going sideways. We weren't really tipping the scale back, back to the upside at that point. Um, now that we're closer to the close and next week's open, we've actually started to see more strength more signs of continuation to the upside here um, are starting to show their faces. Um, so that's exciting. Again, we potentially have the second week higher low close. If we can close above 20,400, as previously spoken about in Wednesday's episode, you really want to see that second week of higher low closes in order to really truly turn this thing around, hopefully for at least a couple weeks, maybe months before either finding our next lower high and rejection off of 30 or 25 or whatever that may be. Obviously, we have a couple different ideas about what can go on once we start to push up here. If you guys missed those previous sessions, I will quickly go over those levels. Um, of course, this is not financial advice. These are just my predictions and ideas. Essentially, the weakest type of bullish momentum move would really only push us towards $25,000 between 23 and 25. Um, if we get into that level, we see massive rejection, invalidations, um, triple confirmations to the downside. Obviously, that was that was the retrace, quote unquote. We'll be more than likely pushing below 20 for a major type of fake out slash a capitulation dump to the downside. If we reject off 25, obviously that shows utter weakness in the bulls at the time. And like I said, I would think that if we come back to 20 after rejecting off 25, we'd be absolutely probably pushing towards 17 again, more than likely, and maybe even more, 15, 13, as low as 10. So that's kind of like shorter term, worst case scenario here for the bulls. Now, of course, it's, it's only bad if you're on <laughs> the wrong side. If you're shorting and you're looking for that utter reshort because we still have the weekly TC down, the rest of the higher time frame macro trends are still down as well. So it's not a, you know, it's not a bad idea. But we don't know if it's going to stop at 25. Uh, if it ends up pushing through 23 to 25 with a close above at least four hour, better on the daily, um, we should very, very quickly retrace back into the 28 to 20 uh, to sorry, $30,000 region, retesting our previous macro major support. And again, a, re a rejection off of this level would be just as bad as rejecting off 25. Uh, it would take a lot longer for us to obviously push below 20. I could see us hitting 30, coming back to 20, maybe getting another potential bounce towards 25 and then rejecting for sure, for real, to break us below 20. Um, but it's likely that we would come back to 20 at least from 30 if we don't could be, uh, capitu you know, capitulate through that level, push through and continue up higher from there. 
Um, and of course, the final level, the most bullish case scenario I see in this midterm macro would be towards 40,000, maybe 48 on the very high end of things, but very, very unlikely. 40K would still be obviously a macro lower high. We could still see rejection, but it would be better for the overall macro to see us hit 40, come back to, let's say, 30, um, find support again on the macro. Like Essentially, if we can get through 30 and we can hold 30, things look amazing as long as it's not you know, fake volume, fake manipulation pushing us into and above those levels. If we can get above 30 and we can hold above 30, uh, the weekly is more than likely going to TC back up. The monthly will essentially V pattern bottom itself out and do the same thing. More than likely, we'd see triple confirmation within one to two months of continuing higher. If we could do it for two months straight, that would be the most bullish case. And, you know, that would maybe lead to a likely, again, if we get a higher low at 30 after pushing through it, coming back to it, very bullish, very good for the overall. I would say that bear markets you know, was then, yes, done at 20. But again, if we see rejection, anything before 30 or at 30, it's likely that we're just going to see more continuation of consolidation and range between the 30 and 20K level for maybe even another four to six months, which sounds terrible, but at the same time, it's a trader's dream. You know, 50% back and forth is pretty, pretty amazing as far as ranges go. So you always have to look at everything with a, brighter side viewpoint and yeah always be prepared for what's going to happen obviously you know knowing that if we reject very early we're probably going to go much lower if we reject later it's not so bad but it's still not great and if we don't <laughs> things are great and all that jazz yeah going back into the time frames here taking a look at daily you know we know that we had tc'd up TC down, invalidating that TC up, and now we are potentially TCing back up on today, on tomorrow's close, sorry, rather, to invalidate the invalidation. So this is actually a very, very strong move that's coming in either direction, whether it's up or down from here. If it is going to be down again, I'm, I'm more than likely expecting this push up into 25 to see that major rejection and then come crashing through the range. That makes a lot of sense in my head, but at the moment, things are still continuing to look bullish. The money flow has just peaked into the green in the last two days, which is meaning it means that the overall momentum and volume is now bullish on the daily time frame. So another you know, thing to add to the bullish case here in the midterm, short term. Um, and the four hour and daily obviously have been kind of carrying us up in those smaller time frames too. We've been seeing shorter time frames essentially creating divergence, 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 and continuing to do so. Now, because we're going into the weekend, those have a chance to play out, but they really only have a chance to play out over the course of the weekend. If nothing happens over the next two days, we don't come back down to retest a higher low again in the shorter time frames, meaning four hour and smaller. You know, I'd be really, I'd be looking for 20-ish thousand to 20,300. Maybe a little bit into 19, the high 19s, but really I, I would think that we, you know, as long as we maintain a higher low formation here, we've got a potential, you know, a decent little bump and run bullish pattern here if things can kind of continue picking up and volume really needs to, uh, to kind of agree with that as well. 
but the momentum on the daily is giving me some nice hope. Um, we've got a bit of an inverted head and shoulders, but as it happened last time, it did not play out. It was invalidated, rejected, and crashed like a mother effer. So, you know, we're still in bearish territory. Again, weekly, still bearish, starting to look good though. This is very much critical period for Bitcoin. Don't get faked out over a weekend. Shit happens on the weekends that does not conform to what's been happening the previous week or more than likely the next week either. So don't let yourself get faked out. Don't let yourself get pushed out. Again, hopefully more than likely we get a higher low um, in the shorter term so that the daily can stay TC'd up or TC up by tomorrow and then continue into next week. Again, there's still risk of coming up to resistance, which is in that 23 to 25k level and getting rejection. But if we can change the market structure into a bullish formation, we can continue building higher lows. We can keep the daily TC'd up if we do reconfirm back up again here. Again, it's it's essentially we had uh, you know, TC, TC invalidation. We would get a second invalidation because this triple confirmation came in at 19.5. As long as we close the TC above 19.5, that is a, you know, it's engulfed the triple confirmation in its own triple confirmation. Now, this could happen two, three, four more times, though, as well. We could just continue to invalidate, 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 invalidate until one or the other side ends up picking up the volume and taking off. Because ultimately, you still need reaction. And, you know, at the moment, I think everyone is still very fearful. We, uh, referring back to our fear and greed index, we did drop uh, three points over today and yesterday. And as well, last week, we got up to about a 20. We're about 25% down from that, sitting at 15. So there's still a ton of fear in the market. And I think that we're essentially, the retailers are opening themselves up to some sort of capitulation drop type of event where it crashes very quickly, gets bought up very quickly. They freak out, they sell, they don't know what to do. They get liquidated, whatever. You know, the more fearful that people are, the more likely they are to have weak hands and essentially throw those positions away, even though that, you know, everyone in their cat and dog is talking about, oh, we're at the bottom. You know, these YouTubers saying bear market over, recession over, blah, 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 blah. And I think that, you know, you guys know better because you've been around here a long time that that's always usually not the case. There's usually a final capitulation. We may have seen it already breaking down into 17. And we're just waiting for the reaction, but we can definitely dip our toes back into that level again. Or, you know, again, it gets worse. Um, inflation numbers were not good again in the last two weeks. So, yeah, keep your eyes on everything. Things are more than likely going to pick up in volatility over the next month or two. And if they don't, we're just going to continue consolidating. It could, you know, it could consolidate for the rest of the summer and by fall and or winter. Then we start to pick up again with the volatility. But the longer that this thing stays boring and the more people that get pushed away, you know, the more <laughs> the more volatility we're going to see later. Because it's a lot easier to manipulate a price when there's no one trying to, you know, buy against your sales or sell against your buys. When everyone's standing on the sideline waiting, you know, it's a lot easier to just push right to the path that you want to go. So be aware of that. Um, let's talk about the shorter, shorter terms. 
Um, again, I think they are just reflecting that we're starting to see a rejection here on the four hour. Um, money flow turning back down, red dot forming, um, still three and a half hours, but definitely makes sense as we go into our hourly and our 20 minute and our five minute, we see that we have bearish divergence stacked up in the hourly here, as well as the 20 and the five, right? Five minutes just been like lower high, lower high, lower high, lower high, lower high. Again and again and again, now we've pushed below the market structure. We've retested, we've rejected. Again, I don't think that this is going to change the daily, but I think that it's enough for a weekend fake out shenanigans, higher low retest of the zone of 20,000. And that's totally fine. The problem we have with this is when we start breaking below um, essentially the support that we've been holding since June. Um, we really don't want to break below. I believe it's 19,400 still, as talked about again in the previous Wednesday episode. When If we start seeing four hours or even worse, uh, dailies closing below 19,400, we're probably in big trouble. It's probably just going to bear flag and uh, a bear flag from out of this thing would take us to about 13,000. I hate saying it, but it's another 40-ish to 50% drop from current prices. And it puts us right into that 11,000, you know, level. So that would be the major, major support or the next major support, I guess, um, other than 30. So it makes sense that we would push into that level. Um, but, you know, we, uh, we need to see. We need to see. There's bullish divergence on the weekly potential setup. There's a bunch of counter factors here, essentially, that are saying that, you know, this could be the bottom, but there's also, you got to be realistic with yourself and logical and say that, well, you know, if it was really that bullish at this level, the weekly money flow would probably be much closer to the zero line. We'd already be starting to look for the TC rather than just starting turnaround signs on the macro. Now, but potentially also, there is a bunch of hidden bullish divergence if this were to TC back up at the same time. So, Again, this is kind of short-term, mid-term bullish-ish, as we're seeing. But until it actually confirms back on the weekly, that's when it gets crazy. All this uh, stacked-up bullish divergence could lead to a, a a move that I don't even want to. Uh, I don't even really want to talk about those numbers because I think they'll just push people away at this current time. But you know, uh, good, good stuff out of BTC and the altcoins. On that note, as well, altcoin market cap. And the altcoins in general are looking really strong, really, really strong. Maybe not in the short term here, but in the midterm macro, we are looking quite good here. Um, a little bit better than Bitcoin because the divergences are showing up on multiple indicators rather than just Wolfpack in that weekly time frame. We're pretty much back at our weekly 618 level on the total three. We're right off of the macro uh, bottom trend support line just sitting down here closer to 280 billion and we're at about 366 billion so i mean we're still quite far away but at the same time we've got the 618 coming in the same region we've already touched it and potentially i mean you know maybe it's a huge falling wedge between the macro wolf pack here very possible obviously you know uh this triangle was thrown out didn't play out but a falling wedge in this this point on this huge of a time frame could be massive absolutely massive um, we're much closer to the 
quote unquote bottom than we are off of a top. So again, you know, it's just logical to think that we would bounce here. And even if it's not the bounce, you know, it's going to be a good bounce regardless, medium term, short term. Um, man, oh man. Uh, I'd like to open up the floor to anyone in the Crypto Yams Discord right now in the session. If you guys have anything you want to add, see, we got some some familiar faces. Jay, Jonas, anyone want to chime in? What's going on, potato? Yo, yeah. Well, happy Friday, Jay. How are you today? Yeah. Oh, no, good, man. Just got in a, a round of uh, 18 holes go of golf and uh, you know, swung my swung myself out of my shoes. Started raining like crazy during the round, but you know what? I got a few beers in, so it was actually a great round. You know, I told I told you that the beers would make the golfing better. I did. You tell know, you yeah, yeah, it was a good time. Um, and uh, you know, I just couldn't stop thinking about the charts. You know, I'm out there and I'm like, no, guys, you don't understand. Bitcoin needs me, so here I am, and we're gonna talk about this. So something. In particular, I just wanted to point out, because uh, I, I know we talk about Bitcoin to death, but of course we do, because Bitcoin leads the market, right? And uh, just some basic things that I think, I mean, I guess whatever you want to call basic, uh, to me it is. But um, the things that I think are very helpful that I've been tracking very well, really, is, is just using a Fibonacci pull. Okay, so just a Fibonacci retracement, if you use that tool on TradingView. And uh, here I'm. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put my screen on here. I think um, you'll you'll really appreciate this. I think uh, because this this tool has just been absolutely outrageous during this range we're in right now, to around 20k. So what I did is I just took the tool and I went from our previous macro low back in 2018 December when we fell down to three thousand dollars, and I took that pull. And uh, I use a logarithmic scale on my chart for those that do or don't use it. You're going to see different targets if you do or, you know, if you don't compared to using it. But I, I started from there. It's on what, like the 15th of December, roughly. And I pulled it all the way to our all time high at 69,000. And um, for those of you that have heard me talking about this uh, in previous episodes or sessions, uh, you're probably like, yes, Jay, I know about this fib. You won't shut up about it. Well, you're going to see why, because this thing is crazy. So came up to 69,000. And this retracement, the 382 retracement, for those that are familiar with uh, Fibonacci, you're like, yeah, of course, that's common. It's, it's, a, it's a strong level. If you're not familiar, the 382 retracement level is typically, typically has action around it of some sort, right? And during this downturn, I've literally just been staring at this uh, level because it's at about 21,100 or 200. It depends on your exchange. And uh, the accuracy of it is actually quite astounding. Um, so if I were to look at it on like a four hour time frame, just for reference right here, uh, if you're watching this chart, you're like, oh, wow, yeah, that's crazy. For those of you that are listening, well, I'll describe it. It's pinpoint accurate. So when we originally fell down from 30K during that capitulation in June, it provided us with the initial bounce. And if you were to just take a trade off this, as simple as that is, just only that confluence. I mean, it bounced over 10% in like a four-hour candle. <laughs> That's crazy. 
and then it bounced again, right? Before we finally fell below it and we turned it into resistance. You can see a lot of wicks here in the middle of June. And since then, it's had so much action around it over and over and over. We'll hold it as support and then we'll have some divergences come through and then we'll try it one more time. Think resistance and fall down. And on the 28th of June, we fell from there all the way back down to 18,000 something. But it's like perfectly accurate. <laughs> and then on the way up again, finally, we busted through it. We got the volume we needed to break through that resistance. We actually held it as support on the dollar and held it as support, held it as support, held it as support, finally broke back through again before retesting it to the dollar as resistance. And then this time, guess what happened again? Would you look at that? So yet again, we pumped back up into it over the last uh, day here and 21,100, 200, right in that range, whatever exchange you're using, what, um, you know, because it varies a little bit. Well, would you look at that? We have our retracement from the exact same level yet again. So it's been super strong. Now, a big reason why I point this out, not, you know, because I'm being so humble about this fib pull. Oh, my God. Right. But why I think this is so important is when you look at the overall range we're in. And I think this is probably about the best tool you can use uh, personally. So if you were to hold if you were to use this, this pull. Right. So the three, eight, two level it's at twenty one thousand one hundred sixty six to be exact on the Coinbase chart. And so we have this pull. And then we have our range high on the daily at about 23,300. I think the odds of us approaching that daily are getting higher and higher here. Um, since we are stacking those bullish divergences a little bit on the smaller time or uh, unlike the daily and whatnot, it looks like we kind of want to turn up a little bit here, right? I think the odds of us coming up here and touching about 23,300 is getting higher and higher here. Uh, and that would be our range wick high on the daily. I think we're more than likely going to see a rejection there before coming back and retesting the 382 then as support potentially. That's what I'm watching here. If we can actually get over this 382, that, that's the whole thing here. I'm not saying we're going to go up to 23.3. You know, it's just going to happen. It's if we were to actually get up above the 382, that would be my target is going to be that daily wick high at 23.3. The daily, by the way, is on the 14th of June. Um, that would be my target. If we reject there, I would expect some sort of bounce off this 382 then as support. It may not just be like the actual support, you know, we might end up crashing through below again, but I would expect some sort of bounce there for a trade to take. Um, not financial advice, like always, of course. And then from there, if we were to hold that, that's when I'm looking up to retest the previous uh, lows there at 25.3. Um, and then from there, if we hold that, then I'm looking at the summer low at 28.8. Yeah. So pretty much to summarize, I'm looking if we get up above this 382 at roughly 21200. And then we break up from there, we get to about 23.3. I would expect a rejection at 23.3. Come back down, retest the 382. If we hold it as support, if we see bullish, hidden bullish divergence followed by a regular bullish divergence, we start getting the triple confirmations up on the smaller time frames, the 15, the hourly, the four hour, we start getting that. And then we get the daily to turn up. That's when I'm looking for us to come back up to 25.3, retry that, and then eventually maybe work our way up to 28.8, 30,000 range, something like that. 
But for those that don't have or familiarity with Fibonacci, give it a try. This thing has been absolutely nuts. Um, and uh, I can't tell you how many trades you could take off this. I, I constantly post and share TA. Hey, check out where the price is again. Guess what's about to happen? And then like four hours later, it falls or, you know, it bounces or something right off that line. So mm -hmm. pretty, it's pretty awesome. Absolutely, man. And it's it's amazing that it lines up with, you know, what we were seeing, just just eyeballing things, you know, because 25 or sorry, 23 to 25. Um, you know, again, if we can get through that, then yeah, as I said, like we should pump right to about 30. If we can't, we see a rejection. We're going to spend more time in and around 20, if not breaking lower. Mm -hmm. But yeah, awesome. Appreciate your input that, yeah, the 382 fib pull retracement is it's so it's so much more it's it's more powerful than most people give credit for. Like really, you know, fib lines give you every single target and or retest level that you ever need. It always will. Mm -hmm. And you want more confluence with what you were saying about your numbers you don't want to mention because they sound evil and awful. Well, uh, below us. Well, the 618 comes in at about 10,200 and the 0.5 comes in around 14,700. So just a little bit more food for thought there, uh, you know, for those of you that feel like uh, being scared uh, shitless out of your pants. Hmm. Well, at the same time, could be amazing buy opportunities and the 618 is normally there's there's something going on there, right? Yeah. So fourteen seven and ten thousand two hundred. I know that's a ways below, and it's like, oh my god! But we've seen what price action has done over the last what nine months now. So I mean, it's it's not unheard of, um, and it's I think it's more it's more helpful to be realistic about what could happen and plan and prepare for it than to be ignorant and to ignore what could happen. Right. Let's plan and let's prepare for it and not. Oh, I don't want to think about that. Uh, no, let's think about it. Let's talk about it and let's plan for it so we can be better than the rest of the market. Well, when you're prepared, you can do something about it when you're when you see it happening. If you know that you need a rejection off of, you know, 30 or 25 in order to get below 20 and to then potentially see these numbers and you know that the the bear flag target of this next flag, if it turns into one, would be into that, you know, 14 downwards of 11 to 10. So, yeah, it just all, you know, if, if you have the thinking in the back of your head that you know what you're going to do and you know what to expect, you're always prepared for whether it rejects or it breaks up or whatever. And then you pair that with the triple confirmation strategy, which has you taking, you know, shorts and longs at the same time so that you're always prepared you're never you know <laughs> like i don't like saying it like that but it's it's you know you're always going to be ready for anything that happens if you're using both the mentality of what's going on and knowing what's happening in the background or at least having an idea of where it's going to go paired with a really good strategy that you know has you ready for any result as well that's the thing. Most people in the space, they're ignorant. They close their eyes, they press a button, and they just let it, you know? They're, they're playing roulette in the markets. Is it going to go up or down? I don't know. I think today is going to go up. <laughs> Why? Well, you know, it's been down for three days already. 
it's probably just going to turn around. It's got to go up. It just yeah. keeps going down. Of course, it's got to do it. You know, like that. That's not how you plan. That's just that's called like hope or faith or whatever you want. But I don't think hope and faith have any place in trading. So it's like it's like getting in your car, putting it in the GPS, you know, where you need to go, but then closing your eyes and expecting to get there. You know, like if you can't get to a result unless you have a clear path of circumstance and understanding of how to get to that result. You'll just never do it. You'll you'll end up in every other place but the result that you want. So some food for thought from uh, your local philosopher potato. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, that, that, that would be my two cents, though, pretty much. So, you know, some targets and uh, otherwise patience, you know, and uh, tell you what, man, I, I, I don't know if you remember a few months back, but uh, you were talking about numbers and like targets and all sorts of like actually like smart sounding stuff. And I'm over here like, yeah, I'm going to go barbecue some chicken, you know, and, and dude, I'm still barbecuing. I'm still playing golf. I'm still enjoying my summer and not worrying about this stuff because like, I think this is going to take longer than people expect it to. Um, patience is key. Um, and I tell you what, that barbecue tastes damn good because I'm not stressing. Hell yeah, dude. There's no better time, you know, than consolidation to be just living your life and not worrying about the chart because not taking a trade is still a trade. I really, I really feel like most people have it. It's it's a harder situation to sit on their hands and not do anything than it is to just throw money at things, right? Because that's easy. It's easy to just close your eyes and let things run their course. But to actually put the effort and the work in and to give yourself a much better understanding and use the tools properly, that's it's hard, right? But it gives you results. Yeah, I think... Uh... I think we're at a good point here. We've been talking for about 40 minutes. Jay, you got any closing thoughts? Any Anything going into the weekends? Yeah. Uh, steak, burgers, or chicken? <laughs> All right, barbecue boy. Hot, hot dogs, bratwurst, corn on the cob, asparagus. Throw it all on there. Start calling you Giga Charm or Charbroiled. Hell yeah. Oh, I love it, man. Um, as always, guys, we appreciate the heck out of you guys for taking the time to listen. We'd love to uh, see you guys in the discords if you follow us on any of these podcasting websites. Yeah, make sure to head over to our website, tripleconfirmation.com. Join the discords, give, share your voice, tell us how you heard about us. Yeah, we'd love to hear that stuff. So again, the website, Triple Confirmation, check out the bot information, check out what we're doing, and have yourself a great weekend. Ciao.